ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله تعالى عليه واله وصحبه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار ثم اما بعد امام سفيان الثوري رحمه الله تعالى was known to whenever he used to sit with his companions in the dark when no one could see him as they would discuss or as they would eat when he would leave this gathering his beard would be drenched in his tears he was often asked why is it such that you always cry to this manner to this extent when you are in the dark in this particular position why do you suddenly in your life during your times in your day on the night you break down and you are unable to control your emotions and he used to respond by saying i thought he says about the time that i would stand before allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and allah jalla wa'ala would question me and the prophets and messengers of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be worried for themselves and they'll forget about everyone other than themselves a prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam and this thought this reality of the day of judgment that he used to ponder and contemplate about greatly used to make him break down used to make him emotional used to make him live a life whereby his driving factor in every single one of his decisions was Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that stand before Allah jalla wa ala and this point of the qiyamah of the day of judgment of standing before Allah this hisab this accounting that will take place is often forgotten about by the servants of Allah jalla wa ala in today's day and age we are stuck with our temporary goals and objectives we are stuck thinking about today and tomorrow whilst forgetting about the reality what is about to come and this is why we err we make mistakes this is why we sin we take people's rights this is why we oppress and transgress both others and ourselves allah subhanahu wa ta'ala throughout the quran the scholars of tafsir they say over 100 ayat have been designated specifically to speak about the day of judgment the surahs that we recite on a continuous basis in al-maghrib in isha these small short surahs in juz'amma they all reflect this very point of speaking about the day of judgment to the extent the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam says in a hadith reported in the musnad of imam ahmad 
رحمه الله تعالى يسيس الله عليه وسلم من أراد أن ينظر إلى يوم القيامة كأنه كأنه رائعين whoever wants to look towards the day of judgment whoever wants to see the day of judgment whoever wants to see that horrific moment as if though he is seeing it with his eyes he says sallallahu alayhi wa sallam falyaqra idha ash-shams kuwirat wa idha as-sama' fatarat wa idha as-sama' shaqqat then let him read these three surahs idha ash-shams kuwirat idha as-sama' fatarat and idha as-sama' shaqqat let him read these three surahs these three surahs will enable the servant of allah to see the day of judgment as if though he's living it now to see the day of judgment as if though he's seeing it with his eyes right now so let us ponder and contemplate and take this khutbah inshallah ta'ala to discuss one of these surahs and discuss the affairs that will come to place so that we can make our driving factor in this role in this goal in this in this dunya of ours Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala understand. Allah jalla wa ala says, إِذَا الشَّمْسُ كُوِّرَتْ وَإِذَا النُّجُومُ كَدَرَتْ وَإِذَا الْجِبَالُ سُيِّرَتْ وَإِذَا الْعِشَارُ عُطِّلَتْ وَإِذَا الْوُحُوشُ حُشِرَتْ وَإِذَا الْبِحَارُ سُجِّرَتْ وَإِذَا النُّفُوسُ زُوِّجَتْ وَإِذَا الْمَوْعُودَةُ سُئِلَتْ بِأَيِّ ذَنْبٍ قُتِلَتْ وَإِذَا الصُّحُفُ نُشِرَتْ وَإِذَا السَّمَاءُ كُشِطَتْ وإذا الجحيم سعرت وإذا الجنة أزلفت علمت نفس ما أحضرت الله سبحانه وتعالى gives us 13 آيات in the opening of the surah where he pictures where he paints a picture for us of the day of judgment and all of his horrors and his traumas and the matters that every servant of Allah will not be able to run away from he speaks about this ayat and then he concludes it by saying alimat nafsum ma ahdarat when he sees this when the servant of allah sees all of this every single person will know what he has brought forth every single person will know exactly what he's done in the dunya every single person will know about every mistake that they've done when they see these horrific signs that allah jalla wa ala paints for us in this surah, he begins subhanahu wa ta'ala by saying, Either Shamsuku Wirat Ibn Jarir Tabari, Rahimahullah Ta'ala, mentioned from Abu Aliyah, who mentioned from Ka'b ibn Malik, Radiallahu Ta'ala, an. he says that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has set six signs that will happen before the resurrection on the day of judgment. These six signs. The end of mankind, the last generation will be able to see it. And when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala resurrects mankind, when they all raised out of their graves, they will also see these six sides. And Allah jalla wa ala, he says, begins this surah with those six signs that the end of mankind, the last generation will see. And those who are raised up on the day of judgment will also see as well. What are these signs? Allah Jalla wa'ala says, إِذَا الشَّمْسُ كُوِّرَتْ He says, إِذَا الشَّمْسُ كُوِّرَتْ When the sun becomes kuwirat, 
and what is Kuwirat? Ibn Jarir al-Tabari rahimahullah ta'ala says, Kuwirat means the sun will be wrapped up. Kuwirat means the sun will lose its light and will lose its heat. Kuwirat means the sun will be placed in the fire, the hellfire. When that sign takes place, imagine yourself or brothers or sisters in Islam. You're raised up on Yawm Al-Qiyamah, you look towards the sun. That you've looked towards every day of your life and it no longer looks the same. It's wrapped up. It's covered in something. Its light is lost. It's placed in the hellfire. The first sign, the first phenomenon of the Yawm Al-Qiyamah. He says subhanahu wa ta'ala, إِذَا الشَّمْسُ كُوِّرَتْ وَإِذَا النُّجُومُ كَدَرَتْ And when the stars in Kadarat, when the stars, they change, as Ibn Jarir rahimahullah ta'ala mentions, they change their complexion, they change their color in other reports. When the stars begin to fall, fall on the floor, you look around on the day of judgment and you find not only has the sun changed, but there are stars there are planets across the earth. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala raises up mankind on a land, in an environment, in a climate that is absolutely uncomfortable for them, that they've never seen before, that they haven't experienced. Because this stand before Allah, this reckoning, this questioning is something that you've never experienced. Stars and planets all across the floor all losing their sight, all losing the way they used to originally look. A different world, a different place. He says, subhanahu wa ta'ala, وَإِذَا الْجِبَالُ سُيِّرَتْ And as for the jibal, as for the mountains, سُيِّرَتْ, he says, subhanahu wa ta'ala. سُيِّرَتْ meaning, they'll be destroyed, they'll be blasted, they'll be in tatters. You'll find the dusts of mountains across the earth. He says, subhanahu wa ta'ala, وَيَسْأَلُونَكَ عَنِ الْجِبَالِ فَقُلْ يَنْسِفُهَا رَبِّي نَسْفَى They ask you about the mountains. Tell them that Allah Jalla wa'ala will blast them, will destroy them, will make them into tatters, will make them into dust. You will find the clouds or the dust around the mountains being destroyed. Moving around the skies, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has removed the mountains from the earth. The mountain that hold the earth straight no longer exists. A different situation, a different world. He says, Subhanahu wa ta'ala, وَإِذَا الْوُحُوشُ حُشِرَتْ وَإِذَا الْوُحُوشُ حُشِرَتْ From this Ibn Jarir al-Tabari rahimahullah ta'ala says, Allah Jalla wa'ala will raise up the entire mankind and all of jinn and all of the animals from the animals that live and prey upon others and the animals that are preyed by others, all of them together in one group, in one gathering. Ka'ab ibn Malik narrates, Adad Ubay ibn Ka'ab, in this hadith of Jarir ibn Tabri, they say, at the end of time when the mountains begin to shake and the earth begins to shake, the last generation, they'll become so confused that all of life will gather together. All of life will gather together, mankind and jinn and the animals, so confused, 
so shocked about his reality. And this is how they'll be raised. You would look around and you'd find jinn, you'd find animals, you'd find different forms and different species that Allah has created standing in front of you, on your sides and behind for this accounting, this reckoning, this questioning. This stand before Allah is for every single soul that Allah gave life to. Every single soul that Allah gave life to will be reckoned, will be questioned, will stand before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when the animals, when the praise, when the great animals that we used to fear, they're all gathered together by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you look around, you find them all standing beside you, standing in front of you, standing behind you. He says subhanahu wa ta'ala, وَإِذَا الْوُحُوشُ حُشِرَتْ وَإِذَا الْبِحَارُ سُجِّرَتْ The last of the signs that he mentions that the end, the last final generation will see before Allah Jalla wa'ala destroys them all. As Ka'ab ibn Malik narrates, is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَإِذَا الْبِحَارُ وَإِذَا الْبِحَارُ سُجِّرَتْ And we should make the sea, the ocean, the rivers, the lakes of this world, sujirat. And what is sujirat? The ulama of tafsir, they mention, sujirat has many meanings. The first, Allah Jalla will make it overflow. So you try to go towards the oceans. In fact, in this hadith of Ka'b, Ibn Jarir al-Tabari mentions that when mankind begins seeing these different, different phenomena across the world, the mountains being crushed, the earth shaking, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala changing the sun, the stars collapsing. He says that the jinn come running to man and they come running to the animals and the jinn begin to say to them, the adab of Allah jalla wa ala is coming. Let us flee to the ocean. Let us flee to the sea. So mankind and the animals and the jinn together, they begin running towards the ocean. And when they run towards the ocean, وَإِذَا الْبِحَارُ سُجِّرَتْ وَإِذَا الْبِحَارُ سُجِّرَتْ The ulama of tafsir, they say, وَإِذَا الْبِحَارُ سُجِّرَتْ And the oceans, not only, be, not only do they become to overflow, not only, become, not only do they become a fierce, fierce, foursome tide that destroys everything like a tsunami, and the greatest form of it, not only that, but sujirat, they also say, Allah Jalla wa'ala will make it into fire. Allah Jalla wa'ala will make it into fire. وَإِذَا الْبِحَارُ sujirat, When the ocean overflows, when the ocean becomes into fire, when the ocean becomes an enemy for you, no longer a safe place. Mankind and jinn and the whole animal kingdom will realize now there is no way to escape. There is no way to run to. There is no way to take comfort. There is no way except that the azab of Allah Jalla wa'ala will come. So he mentions, radiyallahu an, that Allah Jalla wa'ala for this last generation will now send a wind, a wind that will take all of their lives. And when they are raised up on Yawm Al-Qiyamah, they, along with the first of creation, will begin seeing the real, real existence, the real world, the real creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He says subhanahu wa ta'ala, 
وإذا النفوس زوجت وإذا النفوس زوجت when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala now joins the souls back to their hearts back to their bodies when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala now decrees for the second trumpet to be blown فَإِذَا جَاءَتِ السَّاخَةِ when the second mighty cry is blown and mankind begin to hear this cry from all different parts of the earth at this moment, وَإِذَا النُّفُوسُ زُوِّجَتْ The soul joins the body. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala recreates creation and decrees for every single person to leave their graves. Some of them in a drunken state. Some of them walking upon their heads with their feet where their heads are supposed to be. Some of them in groups, in groups of disbelief in groups of other ideologies and religions some of them in groups in groups of sins in groups of usury in riba in groups of zina in groups of theft in groups of lying in groups of slander when the souls are placed back into their bodies Allah Jalla wa'ala some of the ulama they say They'll be raised up in their groups. What made them known? What was their driving factor? What were their objectives in this world? They'll be raised up with similar objectives. Everyone in their groups, from the beginning of time until the end of time, with the same objective, the same sins, the same good deeds we all used to do. فَإِذَا جَاءَتِ السَّاخَةَ At this moment, يَوْمَ يَفِرُّ الْمَرْءُ مِنْ أَخِيهِ وَأُمِّهِ وَأَبِيهِ وَصَاحِبَتِهِ وَبَنِيهِ Allah Jalla wa'ala says, well, at that moment when the second trumpet is blown, and he speaks about this in other surahs, when the soul is placed back into the body as we were discussing, at that moment, every person will run away from his companions. From his mothers as well. And his fathers as well. وَصَاحِبَتِهِ And their spouses. وَبَنِيهِ And their children as well. Every single person at that moment, when they see the different environment that Allah has created for them, when they see things they've never seen before, when they see the horror on people's faces, when they see and hear the scream, the scream of the trumpet, which is then followed by the screams of mankind, when they see the rows of malaika standing before them, Soffa and Soffa, rows upon rows upon rows. And they see the books, the scrolls laid out and placed in front of mankind. That is when everyone realizes that this is a time that Allah promised. This is where Allah Jalla wa'ala, as the prophets all mention, we have never seen Allah more angry than this day. And he will never be more angry than this day again. To the extent that Ibn Kathir rahimahullah ta'ala, he mentions a report that is Sahih in Al-Hakim. And he says it upon the conditions of Sahih Muslim. And Al-Zahibi rahimahullah ta'ala agrees with him. He says that people run to Isa alayhi salam. And they will say to Isa alayhi salam, Oh Isa, O oh Prophet of Allah, Ask Allah Jalla wa'ala 
to intercede, ask Allah Jalla wa'ala to help us intercede on behalf of us on this day. And in this narration, in this narration, Isa alayhi salam says a statement that should shatter every single one of our hopes. Says a statement that should make us fear the reality of this life and the reality of that stand. Isa alayhi salam, he says, لا أسأله لا أسأله اليوم إلا نفسي I'm not going to ask him on this day for anyone except for myself. And he keeps repeating this, لا أسأله اليوم إلا نفسي And then he says, عليه السلام لا أسأله مريم التي ولدتني I'm not even going to ask him about Maryam, the one who gave birth to me. This is Isa alayhi salam. And he's speaking to the creation in this manner. That Maryam, Allah Jalla referred to her as as siddiqa the most truthful one, the greatest woman to step foot on this earth. And Isa alayhi salam, as a messenger and a prophet of Allah, he is not even concerned about his mother. He's not even going to ask Allah for his mother. He's not even going to ask Allah for the greatest woman on this earth. For on that day, he's only worried and only concerned about himself. This is, oh brothers, oh sisters in Islam, the day of judgment, the day of reckoning, the day of questioning, the day of being accounted by Allah Jalla wa'ala, the day where every person, every person will stand before Allah Jalla wa'ala. يَوْمَ يَفِرُّ الْمَرْءُ مِنْ أَخِيهِ وَأُمِّهِ وَأَبِيهِ وَصَاحِبَتِهِ وَبَنِيهِ لِكُلِّ مْرِئٍ مِّنْهُمْ يَوْمَ إِذٍ شَأْنُ يُغْنِيهِ This is a severe matter. A severe matter which made the people of the past that used to ponder and contemplate to a great deal. They used to fear it because they understood it was about to take place. We continue the remaining signs in the second part of the khutbah. Aqulu qawli hadha wa astaghfirullah li wa lakum wa li sa'il muslimin fa astaghfiruh inna allaha ghafur rahim. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين وبعد الله سبحانه وتعالى describes to us some of the signs some of what we will all see on the day of judgment he describes to us سبحانه وتعالى how the sun will be wrapped and lose its light how it will be placed in the fire. How the stars will collapse and will find them on the earth. How the earth will no longer be remain, will no longer remain firm by mountains across it. Mountains will also be blazed and collapsed. You'd find their dusts roaming in the sky. How he says subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah Jalla wa ala, then joining the creation up together, all of the creation with mankind and the jinn, and all of the animals. He says, subhanahu wa ta'ala, how the oceans in itself will overflow, and the water will become fire. 
وَإِذَا الْمَوْعُودَةُ سُئِلَتْ بِأَيِّ ذَنْبٍ قُتِلَتْ وَإِذَا الصُّحُفُ نُشِرَتْ وَإِذَا السَّمَاءُ كُشِطَتْ وَإِذَا الْجَحِيمُ سُعِّرَتْ وَإِذَا الْجَنَّةُ أُزْلِفَتْ عَلِمَتْ نَفْسٌ مَا أَحْضَرَتْ He says subhanahu wa ta'ala now speaking about what is taking place on the day of judgment for us as servants of Allah he describes our our roles he describes what will happen to us he describes now what we will also see what will happen to us what is going to take place for us against us or for us that when our souls are replaced when our souls are returned back to our bodies وَإِذَا الْمَوْعُودَةُ سُئِلَتْ بِأَيِّ ذَنْبٍ قُتِلَتْ Allah Jalla wa'ala will ask those servants of Allah that were killed when they were young for the Arabs, the jahil, the, the, the juhala amongst the Arabs the ignorant amongst the Arabs used to bury their daughters alive and bury their children alive and we find this practice now coming into existence today through abortion and through other sins that take place Whereby people take the lives of their own children. And these children are then asked by Allah, Which sin, for what sin were you killed? The ulama of tafsir, they mention, the reason why Allah speaks to us about this existence, about this reality, the children that were killed being questioned to tell us, that every single person will be questioned. Because if you think about it from a logical perspective, these were children that were killed. They were sinless. Why are they being questioned for being killed? Shouldn't it be the one who killed being questioned? But Allah Jalla mentions them and them being questioned to tell us that not a single soul will be left. Everyone will be questioned. If they are going to be questioned, imagine the oppressors, imagine the sinners, who will also be questioned by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He says, Jalla wa'ala, that when the souls return back to their bodies, mankind will be in a drunken state. In other ayat, he speaks about this. وَإِذَا الصُّحُفُ نُشِرَتْ And they will see their scrolls, they will see their books. Ibn Abbas mentions that the books, the scrolls of good deeds and bad deeds begin to fall from the sky. Some of the other Mufassirun from the Sahaba, they used to say, you'll find them placed at the front. Scrolls and books, and you know exactly which scroll, which book belongs to you. A book, a scroll that hasn't left anything at all. Allah Jalla wa'ala says, الكتاب, الكتاب they will see the books and these books will be placed for them they will begin to say woe to us this book hasn't left anything every small deed every big deed this book has gathered Allah Jalla wa'ala will say اقرأ كتابك Mankind as they find, as they look for their scrolls and they find them. Allah Jalla wa then say, Iqra kitabak, read your books. On this day you will be enough as an enemy against yourselves. You're enough against your own selves. 
He says, Subhanahu wa ta'ala, وَإِذَا السُّحُفُ نُشِرَتْ وَإِذَا السَّمَاءُ كُشِطَتْ وَإِذَا الْجَحِيمُ سُعِّرَتْ وَإِذَا الْجَنَّةُ أُزْلِفَتْ After the scrolls are laid out, Allah Jalla Wala will cause the earth and the sky to tear. And the lowest parts of the earth will be found in the top parts of the earth. And you'll see a tear, you'll see a rip in the earth and in the skies. He says, subhanahu wa ta'ala, وَإِذَا الْجَحِيمُ سُعِّرَتْ Hellfire will be brought forth. سُعِّرَتْ Allah Jalla Wala will make it blaze once more. Just like how a person when they present food to another individual, before they give the food to someone else, they pour something over it to make the food blaze. The fire like this, it will come to the slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with 70,000 chains. And on every single chain, there'll be 70,000 malaika, 70,000 angels holding the, holding the fire. وَإِذَا الْجَحِيمُ سُعِرَةً When the fire is brought, for the ibadah, the worship of the fire, is to burn and punish those that didn't obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the fire will speak and will scan and look through every single one of us. Allah Jalla wa'ala will give it eyes. Allah Jalla wa'ala will give it the ability to speak. It will look to each and every one of us. And you'll ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you'll ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to place people into it. He says subhanahu wa ta'ala, وَإِذَا الْجَحِيمُ سُعِّرَتْ وَإِذَا الْجَنَّةُ أُزْلِفَتْ عَلِمَتْ نَفْسٌ مَّا أَحْضَرَتْ And then Jannah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will also bring it close to show the servants of Allah jalla wa ala, these are the two destinations, these were the two goals, these were the two objectives that mankind had in this world. O oh, brothers, O oh, sisters in Islam, when these events take place, for these events no doubt are an absolute reality. They are not stories mentioned by a storyteller. They are mentioned by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who wants us to know exactly what will take place on the day of judgment. They have been mentioned to us, O oh brother, O oh sister in Islam, to prepare for, to learn about, so that we can live our lives understanding we will be questioned, we will be standing before Allah. We will go through these horrors and these traumas. Thus become like the example of Sufyan al-Thawri rahimahullah ta'ala that often ponders and contemplates the stand before Allah on the day of judgment. Because pondering it and contemplating it, and contemplating it enables the servant of Allah Jalla wa'ala to change the reality of this world. No longer will he cheat. No longer will he deceive. No longer will he lie or slander. No longer will he commit sin. Because he knows he will have to answer for it on the day of judgment. How many a time does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speak about the day of judgment in Al-Quran? Over a hundred times to tell us, toward us, to make us think about this reality for each and every single one of us. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from those who carry, who carry our scrolls in our right hands. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to save us from his punishment in our graves and on the day of judgment. 
We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us successful in this dunya and in the akhirah. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us and enable us to enter into Jannah without any questioning or any reckoning. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us from the fear and the traumas in the day of judgment. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make this the case for ourselves and our loved ones, our families and our companions. And we ask him subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from the inhabitants of the highest Jannah, Jannah al-Firdaus. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala ala Muhammadin kama sallayta ala Ibrahim wa ala ala Ibrahim innaka hamidun majid. Allahumma barik ala Muhammad wa ala ala Muhammadin kama barakta ala Ibrahim wa ala ala Ibrahim innaka hamidun majid. Wa sallallahu wa sallam ala nabiyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi jma'in. Qumu lissalaha.